Welcome to the She Leads with Light podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Ashley, also known as the Energy Queen. Welcome freaking home, light leaders, way showers, quantum shifters, visionaries, global leaders. Together, we've got this. Together, we're raising the frequency. Together, we're remembering who we are on this journey. And I'm going to be interviewing some amazing global leaders, and we're going to spit some activations, and we're going to help you fully unleash your soul. You're also going to get some energy work from me. We're going to do some energy hacking. We're going to do some mindset work. We're going to we're going to bridge the gap in manifestation to where you are, to where you want to be. This is going to be the most amazing podcast out there. And I'm so freaking stoked and excited to get rocking and get rolling. And let's get to it. Welcome back to the She Leads With Light podcast. I am Sarah Ashley, your host, and I have a gorgeous guest today that is going to share about the energy of what's going on collectively. And we're going to dive in and have a freaking awesome conversation. And so Prima, go ahead and tell people about you and all the things. (laughs) Thank you, first of all, so much for having me, darling. I appreciate being here with you, getting to collaborate and getting to share the light with you and your audience and, and the light that we're all creating together. So I am a Vedic astrologer. I'm a business oracle. Uh, many things. It's always hard to put that label on yourself, but you know we do have to say something. And it's my greatest passion to guide and teach conscious women, visionaries, and entrepreneurs how to activate your what I call your highest value gifts. You were given a lot of gifts. You have many divine gifts, but what are the divine gifts that you have that live at the intersection of purpose and prosperity, which is my body of work, which is called your sacred wealth code. And when we know what um, we know, what those highest value gifts are, when we use them, we can really unlock our soul blueprint for purpose and prosperity. So where you're focused on your purpose and, and the prosperity flows or just using your gifts, you're able to when you know the right ones to use and you understand the energy and the timing of things. And, and like Sarah teaches as well as getting out of your own way and, and letting more energy flow that you are on your purposeful path. You know, the right kind of what I call sacred wealth flows to you because that's unique and different for each and every one of us. And we don't have to uh, compare ourselves to everyone else we're seeing. Instead, we get to really know what that is inside of ourselves and let that be what guides us because I'm all about living and creating whatever we're creating in the world, business, our work, our mission from the inside out. I love that. And where was the piece? Where were the codes that you found for you on your path, right? You do um, Veda astrology, right? And then you Vedic also- astrology. Yes. It's the astrology that comes from India and comes from the Vedas. Love yes. that. Yeah. And then also mentorship and, and soul guidance when it comes to business. So really just, I want to talk about um, owning that space within yourself. Yeah. So I had been on a entrepreneurial path since I was a kid, I want to say, and, uh, which led me into on my spiritual path, being a yoga teacher. And then I asked for many years, is this all I'm supposed to be a yoga teacher? And then when I would really sit with that guidance, I would always get that big tap on the shoulder or the two by four over the head where the divine would say to me, oh my gosh, look at all you're doing as being a yoga teacher. And underneath the guise of being a yoga teacher, you get to teach what you're a teacher, you're a spiritual teacher, you can teach whatever. And so that led me to a path of of opening. I had several small studios, but then I opened the big, beautiful yoga and beyond the yoga of life, yoga and healing arts center with two studios. And I trained teachers and had practitioners. And 
it was really amazing. And it was a six figure business at least. And I wasn't taking much money home because it just, the dots weren't connecting. I was wearing too many hats. I wasn't standing in what I call my sacred wealth code, even though I really felt like I was on purpose. And so that business after five years really started crumbling. My marriage crumbled at the same time. I was in the really in the dark night of the soul. And you know, when you're in the dark night of the soul, because everywhere you're turning outside of yourself for help or answers, nothing is working out. And again, there you are yourself. And eventually it's just you and God, and you have to take those directives from the inside. And sometimes they come really slowly. And sometimes you don't hear anything and you have to, you have to be willing to tune in that deeply. And there's a whole lot of letting go. So at that time, I let go of my center and let go of this community I created and let go of, you know, everything around being a failure and all that. Yeah. To the place of just really being willing to stay on my knees long enough to dig into the, what I knew about energy and spirit and belief clearing and the Vedic astrology. And there is a unique scientific principle within Vedic astrology that is called Adana Yoga. And it's where your purpose planets and your prosperity planets, where they either intersect or where they're placed. I won't geek out too much on you. But the thing is, is that at this hub of this connection of your purpose and prosperity planets, I I kept seeing again and again, this is where people's highest value gifts were. The divine gifts that when you use them, they're like a key that unlocks something in the world that only you can unlock. It's that you know, you want to be seen, you want to make a difference, you want to have what you're doing, like reverberate back in the form of community and people and wealth and all the things that we want and love. And so I saw where I was off and I was in my shadow and Mm. I've been working on my shadow. Like that's a lifetime's work. Okay. Let's just all, you know, that's a lifetime worth of work. But I saw where I was really off in that I was doing too many things And I was standing in some of my gifts, like I'm a great organizer and administrator, but those things kind of suck me dry after a while. And as I was doing everything in my business, including standing in my gifts of being a great teacher and and training um, other teachers and doing my private intuitive work on the side, I was was also in the closet about being the intuitive I was. Like I had people pay me really well, but I was like totally like in the closet. Yeah. I just had to own it all. Took a few months, came out. Uh, and reorganized what I was doing in a way that this is, so this was back in, I'm predating all of you probably listening in, but this is back in 2007 when I let go of the yoga center. So this is uh, when I just, and I took my business online and then in person in a, at a much deeper, more committed, more high level. And this is kind of, a, you know, this is the beginning of an online business. And uh, what I found was, I, as long as I stayed in my gifts and in my, um, what was truly coming through for me, I was not only a great service, but I also was creating the kind of prosperity that helped me support my kids, that helped me create my dreams. Like I live in my dream home and I have a beautiful family. So it's an ongoing journey of owning our gifts as we evolve. Mm-hmm. And because it is an expanding universe, the more we, uh, allow ourselves to expand through all the modalities that we can and through by using our gifts, the more we use them, the more we learn more about ourselves and the more that we actually have to give. And that always circles back around to giving us the kind of wealth. And that's why I call it sacred wealth. That's meaningful to us personally, because each and every one of us is, is different on what wealth really is for us. 
And what did you find in your astrology? Like when you went through that, you came full circle, right? Um, you decided to shut some things down and and start online. Like what, when you found, when you're reading your astrology and the way that you do it, what were like your codes that you were like, okay, yes, I just need to own it, right? You said that you were in the shadow pieces of the teaching right. and all of that. And what did your astrology say about your codes? So the sacred wealth code was born out of that time. And the sacred wealth code is a code of your gifts that are directly connected to your purpose and to your prosperity. Mm -hmm. So, and then there's the shadow side of that as well. I have a book on the whole thing, your sacred wealth code. I have readings and programs and all those things. And even an Oracle card deck um, because the sacred wealth code channeled eventually into uh, instead of me explaining all about your gifts, I do that. But each one of the archetypes holds these gifts in a way that people can really tap into them because archetypes are a soul language. So the wealth code is so beautiful because it's so unique to you. Like I look at like there's a mixture. I look at somebody's chart and I, I determine what somebody's wealth code is by what your planets are, where they are, what cycle that you are in. Um, there are certain planetary cycles. And what I saw was that I was in a I was in a challenging time that would lead most people to some some kind of big loss at that period of time, like I went through. When we know that, the beautiful thing is that we can go, oh, so <laughs> I'm going to actually bump up one. I have to surrender something. So let me get busy and start surrendering instead of resisting, which I was doing. But what I didn't get was the code that I had violated was being in... Um, I shouldn't say violated, but where I was off center in my sacred wealth code was being too far on the shadow side. Now, here's the beautiful thing about your shadow side. Like, uh, for instance, the, the magician is one of the archetypes in the sacred wealth code. And the magician represents the North Node of the Moon. And its, it's mantra is, I am a master manifester. Now, the shadow side of the magician can be creating a huge amount of complication. It's a, it can go after shiny objects, but on the, on the positive side, it's an alchemist and it's super creative and it knows how to use spiritual principle to create from the inside out. But on that shadow side, it could be off over here and, you know, following the, the bunny trails, you know, for some of the next shiny object and you never move forward. Mm -hmm. Instead, you just kind of move sideways from one thing to the other. But the beautiful thing about your shadow is when you are aware of it and everyone listening in, just think of where you're a little bit stuck right now, because I guarantee you where you're stuck in some way, you are stuck in your shadow at some level. But you think of your shadow as a young child that has stubbed its toe or it's mad about something. And instead of rejecting it, we want to put our arm around it. We want to find out what it's believing right now, because it's believing something in the past that's not true right now. And there's energy locked up in that. And when we can embrace that and find out what the misguided beliefs are that are keeping you in the shadow, and we can work with those and free those. And that's why a lot of the work that I do is energy clearing. I know you do a lot of energy mm -hmm. clearing. Mm -hmm. And then that frees up our gifts that un like unleashes our gifts. So I work and with my clients, I'm always telling them like, wow, if you're stuck, cool, let's lean in because yeah. we know there's a lot of gold in there. There's a lot of juice in there and we just have to unlock it. Mm -hmm. So let's not push those parts of us away that are hurt, misguided, you know, have, have challenging beliefs. That's the part of ourselves that needs the most love. It yeah. really does. Mm -hmm. And it's calling us too. It's like, 
hello hello i'm giving you the information tune in dive in i'm right here right Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that shadow piece, again, is just where some of our gold, some of our, you know, our energetic currency is locked up. So I saw that in myself and, you know, I'd love to say that, oh, I only had one belief to release. And I'm always dusting the path off in front of me because the more you expand even into your gifts and more into who you are, you, you actually bump into other parts of yourself. But when you have the tools, mm-hmm. and that's why I teach a lot of clearing processes and, um, and even sometimes awareness will just, you know, you can make a choice to move differently in the world. You know, when you actually are willing to just, well, it's just, you can work with it. You can just clear another thing and let, instead of having it stop you dead in your tracks all the time. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. I am taking people through a process right now of really diving in and finding the thing because you know you know what's in the way, right? So when someone, when I ask them like, okay, what's the slow moving energy? You're not blocked. We're not blocked, right? Unless you say that you are, and then you're just going to create a block. And then there we go again, the cycle just repeats itself, right? So then I'll be like, okay, what's in the way? What's the slow moving energy that you're not moving into? And then I want you to say, the reason why I'm keeping this energy actually in my life is because And we do this loving interrogation, but your answers are always within guiding you to like see the things. Right. And so I was working um, with someone this morning, one of my clients um, in a different country. And I said, okay, so this belief that keeps coming up over and over and over of I'm not worthy. I want you to actually sit with that and talk to that belief. Right. And she was like, what do you mean? And I'm like, I want you to talk to the belief that I'm not worthy. And I want you to ask it, ask it this question. And she goes, okay. So I want you to say, I'm not worthy. Do you really want me to believe in you? Do you really want me to believe this energy that you're sending me? And what she found underneath that is talking to everything as a spirit. I see everything. I see money as a spirit having a connection with that and actually talking to the money spirit, right? And so you can talk to this voice, this thought form that is repetitive that you've just essentially just said yes to and accepted that frequency in your life. And she goes, oh my gosh, what I found is it was using this voice that was coming through my divine technology of my brain, right? Was using unworthiness as a motivator to get me motivated. She's like, I didn't even know I could sit there and talk to the thought, right? So back in the day when I first started with energy work, it was like I take my pendulum and I like it didn't, I understood, I knew, but it was like, I'm just gonna take my pendulum and like clear the beliefs. And then instead, like now that I've come full circle and I've done hundreds of thousands of sessions around the world, I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like if I know now what I knew then, and we all say that, right. It's right. Right. (laughs) It's like, I just said yes to this. And the minute that I say yes to this, my ego is like the divine paperweight. And it's like, okay, I guess you want me to create that in your reality. And then all you have to do is say ego, I want a different reality and I want it to be this way. And it will be your personal assistant and create it that way. Right. And so a lot of the new age technology of just talking to your subconscious and clearing this. And, you know, I believe that we also have a keeper of our beliefs within us and holding it like a library, just keeping it. Why don't you sit and talk to it and just have a conversation and like really dive in inside. So 
it's beautiful. Absolutely. <laughs> and bringing a whole These different are like parts aspects. of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. These are parts of ourselves, and and also absolutely, I totally resonate. And when I'm doing an energy clearing, uh, often I'm seeing this part of ourselves uh, of someone that gets literally bumped out of our energy field, and and it's just frozen in time. It's like in a room with no windows or no doors. And when you create the intention of actually you want to move past this or you want to shift this, that opens up the portal. And and then I help bring that in, but have that conversation like you're talking about, because you're really talking to another aspect of yourself, usually a younger aspect of yourself. And there's so much information. So just a good practical tip for those listening in is that, you know, whatever is up for you that you're stuck with, or or just like you're going to you know, like I said, put your arm around or you're going to pour a cup of tea and let's just sit down and have a chat. And this part of you thinks it's doing something good for you, but it's misdirected. So we, it needs other, other guidance, but we want to bring that into our heart lovingly because it's, it'll just help bring you back to your, your wholeness. And in some of the energy that we have going on currently, so mm-hmm. right, right now when we're doing this interview, it is uh, February, 2022. Can you believe that? It's like 2022. But anyway, February 2022. And there are some there we've we've had some huge shifts over the last few years, which have brought us um, into the time that we're in. And we're starting to move through. Well, we're moving through, but the door is really opening. Before it does, we are in a place where we've got um two, well, a couple of really big energies that are working. One that is that there's this deep um energy of of the connector. I think I have the connector up on my wall here, the Venus. And that's our, our planet of love and relationship. And for you, who all of you listening in, it's somewhere in your chart, but it's love, it's relationship, it's connection, it's the muse and it's, it's art and the artist as well. And it's also traveling very close to the planet Mars, which is the honorable warrior. It's more of the masculine energy and it's the strategist. And they're going to travel for a couple of months here, very close together. This is actually a very uncommon transit. And so, so it can create a lot of passion, but also we're walking with love and peace on one side and connection. And then we're walking with, you know, like take a stand for what you're, you're, you're taking a stand for in the world in that sort of martial kind of a way, but it's, it's a, a spiritual warrior in the best, but also like discipline and productivity. And those, we have place in us for all of those. It's very masculine, very, very feminine energy. But because they're so close, there's a there's a bit of a conflict, and especially for the feminine right now, there's this longing for and a yearning for a deeper connection, and and at the same time, we can sense it's possible, but we might not be seeing it in our real world is possible, and that can create a lot of conflict in relationship. So I just want to remind everyone that your first relationship is always with yourself, and then it's with the source of your being, with spirit. And then we connect with others. And if we miss that, if we miss any of those first two pieces, self and source, our relationships are really going to suffer. So make sure that you're really spiritually feeding yourself over the next couple of months. So I'm talking February, well, for life, really, but February and March, especially, and don't look so much for your relationships to fulfill your, your mm-hmm. needs around love and connection. Instead, you want to fill that up and be on the give. and. Um, 
And then also be very much spiritually disciplined is what this energy points to your meditation, your yoga, your walking in nature, your working out, whatever it is for you. Everyone's different around that. Mm-hmm. And another of the big energies we have is all of the planets are having to uh, face off with uh, Saturn in Capricorn. And this is a very committed energy and it's like truth or consequences. So it's almost like you have to walk past the doorkeeper and the doorkeeper wants to see, are you on purpose? Are you, what are you doing in your life? Are you being true? And if you're not, it's like those beliefs and those situations are going to have the kind of challenge you're being asked to commit very deeply. Mm -hmm. So just that's the thing I really want to leave you with is being able to understand what you're committed to. Mm. And really pour your energy into that so you don't end up feeling like you're obligated or overcommitted because this energy is going to go on for a couple of months. So I would love everyone to just tune in and check in and just go inside and just see, you know, if you could rate on a scale of zero to 10, how your connection is with yourself and just allow that to come through and then come in and check like how your relationship is with your spirit and tune into that and see where that is. And then also looking at this other energy of Saturn in Capricorn, which is very, very masculine, but grounded the energy. I'm a double cap and a cancer rising. And so I understand Saturn very, 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 very well. And when, when I tune into that energy and I almost love to channel the planets, I'm like, Hey, Saturn, how you doing? What's going on? Let's be friends. Let's play. Right. Because there's so much around, you know, um, let's say a planet goes Mercury and in, in, in Saturn, there could be a lot of dark energy around that. A lot of like, oh my gosh, you better be careful. But what I've come to understand and what I've come to learn is like loving all planets, loving all things, love you know, people even talk like so new age about Mercury and retrograde to having all these technology things. I'm like, why don't you just sit and like talk to Mercury and like have a little conversation and like, let's kind of move the energy and look at like, wait a minute, is that actually true? If I just believe that, then like, I am just going to create that my reality, right? So one of the things that I've lovingly done with being a double cap in Saturn, and especially if that's the energy that's moving through over the next few months. It's like, wait a minute, where do I need to set more boundaries? Where do I need to come in and activate my spiritual will and be certain, more certain in myself is kind of what I'm hearing you say with utilizing that energy. Um, anything and, and that- absolutely boundaries. Saturn is the king mm-hmm. of of our boundary energy and that, that absolute commitment to the truth to, to, because Saturn's the most sensitive planet, believe it or not, even though it's like this really, you know, strong and gets a really bad rap really because yeah, it does. so sensitive because it's the most spiritual planet. Cause it'll always challenge us to, rem, uh, to remind us that this is this ephemeral world. The world we're looking at is temporary. And the only thing that is eternal is what's within. So you'll always experience some kind of, well, the ego sees it as loss or having to let go with Saturn because Saturn always wants to remind us of what is really true. And in this world, you have limitations like time and age and those things, but you, you as a spiritual being have zero limitations. So you have to put that part of you first. And yes, you have to have a foot in this world. Let's keep it lightly in this world, but we have to, like you said, we have to be grounded here, but if we're grounded into, into our fears, and grounded into things that are uh, 
you know, that are from the past, Mm -hmm. that is not going to help us move forward and have the beautiful energy of structure and commitment and boundaries like you're talking about and really using your spiritual will. And this time is very potent for that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for being here on the podcast and sharing your love and everything. So I will post your book. I see it behind you and your card deck and all the things. So if you could just send me the links, that'd be awesome to put in the show notes. Is there any last words that your soul wants to say with the world? Yeah, absolutely. Is that this is a time of really trusting yourself more than ever. And in order to do that, you've got to pull away from all of the media, all of the, all the outside things and give yourself that time to remember what it feels like when something is true and when you're on your truthful path and when it feels like when something is off. So give yourself the grace of that because when you can really trust your heart always knows it's like, you know, something feels like a resonant guitar string or it feels a little off, you know, and, and really trust yourself. It's so important to be able to trust yourself, but give yourself the time and the space to do that. Um, my website will be down below in the show notes. And I have a really great free archetype quiz where you can find out one of your sacred well code archetypes. Yay! I'm so excited. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for being here. And I will see everyone in the next episode of She Leads with Light.